Greetings fellow marketers, affiliates and online entrepreneurs, awesome having you back and also it's awesome having you if you are here for the very first time. Uh, now this episode is kind of special because as you know uh, for the past probably couple of months I've been mostly focusing on Facebook organic uh, traffic and marketing so the guy that I'm bringing today is basically the co-founder or founder or anyways, like a lot of the strategies, the tactics that you see being used uh, were used by him or updated by him, uh, improved by him, etc. And he has done around half a million of dollars with just Facebook, his profile and his Facebook group. Uh, his name is Josh Cousins and you might have known him like he's the guy that gets like ridiculous engagement of thousands of comments and likes and whatnot. Uh, but I promise you it's not the likes and comments that are bringing him the money. Uh, there is knowledge, there is trial and error behind it, there are a lot of skills and there is of course a mindset and we dive into every single thing in this episode. I'm really, really happy to share it with you. Now, if you are someone who is doing or trying to do Facebook uh, organic traffic, who is trying to make it with affiliate marketing, uh, as you might have known, uh, I am basically living by doing uh, affiliate marketing with Facebook organic traffic. So I know a thing or two. Also, I've interviewed a lot of experts on this topic. And I've been around people that have been crushing it with it. So it's enough to say that I, I, I can probably help you. And it's my intention to do so. Uh, so if you want to also make a living by being an affiliate, full-time affiliate, and by simply putting three or four hours, maybe you can get away with two hours daily on Facebook and hitting like thousands of dollars uh, online, pretty much like the number would be dependent on how much you need to leave your job or to added extra income. It can be every, anywhere from thousand bucks to 10,000 bucks. And with the strategy that I'm using, you can definitely get there. So just hit me up on Facebook uh, or you can watch the free case study uh, from seven figure affiliate that actually taught me this strategy. And I will put it in the show notes of this episode. So you can both find the case study and you can find my Facebook link. So you can hit me up over there. We'll chat. I'll tell you if you are the right fit for the strategy. And if you are, we'll get you uh, sorted through. Now I went into a short ramble and it might be too much for our new listeners. And in case you are one, I just want to tell you quickly that I'm releasing new interviews every Friday with amazing online entrepreneurs such as Josh. Uh, they're mostly like six, seven and eight figure earners. And every Tuesday I'm releasing solo cast episodes uh, where I cover some topic on, on my journey that can help you on yours. So I would definitely invite you to subscribe to the podcast. Also, it would mean a lot if you take one minute of your time and just leave a review on Apple. If you are, if you happen to listen on iTunes on Apple, uh, it really helps the show grow and it allows me to make this podcast and provide value for you. 
with all of that said, I hope you will enjoy the episode. It was a bit of a longer introduction, but yeah, anyways, enjoy. Welcome back, you're listening to Affiliate Journey and I'm your host Mildrag Milenkovic and I have a special treat for you today. Uh, this man standing right in the next window of Zoom is actually <laughs> one of the early founders of Facebook Organic Traffic. Basically, all the strategies, tactics that I've been sharing with you and that you see other people either sharing or implementing is in some shape or form came from this guy right here, he's been crushing it with Facebook, did over half a million of dollars, and he's 20 years old. Yeah, that's that's right. Please help me in welcoming Josh Cousins. Welcome, man. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thank you so much, man. What, uh, what an introduction. Yeah, I really appreciate that, man. It's been one hell of a journey. But yeah, thank you so much for having me on board. Looking really, really forward to it. Man, <laughs> I can't wait to, to hear your wisdom. Like I've seen two, three of your interviews, and it's just like spitting value. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, yeah, I really that. excited about this one. Uh, so I guess a lot of people know you, but for those who do not know you, could you like briefly introduce yourself, tell us yeah, a bit sure about thing. your background story, and why did you start like an online business? Why not that traditional nine-to-five man? Sure thing, sure thing. Well, I'm, I'm Josh. I'm 20. I'm originally from the UK, but living in Spain at the moment. Um, and I've been working online, Facebook specifically full time now for two and a half, coming up three years soon. Um, and the reason why, why, you know, kind of switched to an online business is because I had a, um, a nine to five for a couple of years. Uh, so I, I quit high school when I was 15 and then got into a job, uh, you know, a couple of years for a couple of years, pretty much from right from I turned 16 till I was 18. And I was doing one of these jobs, I don't know how you call it, like um, like very laborious job. So I was working 10, 12 hours a day, but not using my brain, using my hands. And that's what I was doing. And it was just draining, 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 draining. And the first year I enjoyed it, uh, you know, because coming out of high school, going into a job, you're making a bit of money every single month. So I was really happy, right, for the first 12 months. Then it was 2017 and I just thought, you know what, screw this. I cannot do this anymore. There has to be some other options out there. And by then I had always been business driven, like business minded. And I've been doing a few things online by then, you know, some Instagram stuff, but I feel like I was in the shoes where a lot of other people were in the same shoes as well, where it's very hard to imagine yourself making a full-time income online and for it to stay consistent. And I was at that point back then, um, then pretty much 2017, when the year when I, when I told myself, you know what, screw this, I don't want to be here anymore. I, you know, put a plan together and I just grinded it for, I think it was like September, October, so like nine, 10 months straight. I was just grinding it like crazy on Instagram, um, an agency, just doing a bunch of client work. And I saved up a bit of money by then. And that's when I just quit my job and I went full-time online. And it didn't work out. <laughs> the short story is it did not work out. I'd quit my job in October and I didn't get started on Facebook until when was it? Uh, March the year after. So it was like a good, you know, five, six, seven months of just struggling. For, I tried like two, two, three different businesses, ended up losing all my money. And that's when I kind of came across Facebook. So it's been two and a half years now, then got onto Facebook. 
Um, and I really started, you know, pushing affiliate marketing. That was the way I got my start. That's where I really got started. And yeah, pretty much from there. And that's when my whole journey started. And that's when things started to pivot, started to change. And yeah, things started to work out for me finally after two and a half years. They sure did. And I'm curious, like something you said at the beginning, I'm curious, is that is that why you are entrepreneurial driven? You said you left your dropped your high school. Was that yes. for that reason? Um, it, it wasn't actually, it wasn't. I was, um, I wasn't like one of those kids who would sell candy to other kids in school. I was, I just hated school. I, I couldn't sit down and just listen to the teachers. And I had the worst grades um, in my class for year after year after year, just the worst grades. Um, and I just couldn't concentrate, just, just didn't like it at all. But I was always interested about money and just business, money. I was always interested by watching business documentaries rather than, uh, you know, traditional movie or something. But I just quit it because I had an opportunity to work for my uncle, you know, so he kind of gave me a job. So I had an opportunity and I thought, I'm just going to take it. I'm going to take it. I'm not going to go to school because I know I'm not academic. So I just went over to my uncle. That's how it got started. Well, well, actually, I would relate that to business mind, business oriented, like just the fact that you hated listening and being there and teaching what you basically the majority of things you will not need at the future. Uh, yes, exactly. I can yeah. I can relate. I mean, I didn't draw, but a lot of my friends went to college and I was like, I don't see the purpose of sitting four years over there unless you want to be a doctor or something like, I just don't exactly, see it. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, that's I, the I, thing, you know. Yeah, go I, ahead. I was just not still, I think, at least I was not pursuing business at the moment, but mm. I was never drawn to it. Uh, Anyways, okay, so you jumped on Facebook around, you said, 2017, 18, 18, you said? Uh, 2018, properly, yeah. Yeah, so how did that go? A lot of people are maybe nowadays in your shoes, maybe they haven't dropped their job, but they are like, okay, I see a lot of Facebook organic marketers, maybe too much nowadays, or wannabe <laughs> Facebook marketers yeah, yeah, is yeah. a better term. Uh, yeah. And... Uh, just a brief thing that just happened it's relevant to this uh, of wannabe facebook marketers like i did like thousand word post it was too much never mind yesterday like big value post of the strategy breakdown yeah. and i'm scrolling my face like 25 minutes ago and i see the guy literally took the same post and changed like a couple of words and uh, and the thing is new like he doesn't use the strategy that i laid out and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> wow it's crazy that happens so much yeah that's ridiculous my god yeah it's crazy uh, that, that's it really it really does annoy me whenever i see that but you should take it as a compliment take it as a compliment you know someone taking your content you know it's a compliment to your to you <laughs> but <I guess>. um <laughs> when uh you know to answer your question man when i when i got started back in um 2018 on, on facebook uh, things were things were difficult, you know. Is is you know, I, I had two and a half years of experience before that anyway, so I had something to show. I had some business experience. I knew how to communicate when it comes to business. I knew the basics, um, but there were a ton of things I just didn't know. So what I did is, after two and a half years and just you know failing pretty much every single business, I've made a little bit of money, but never it was never net profit. There was just break even. That was the most I would get out of it. 
Um, and when I started on Facebook, I just knew I had to do something different. And that was either find a, you know, a, a passion point, something you're passionate about. I think that's massive. Um, and just a few things like that. But the most important was just education, educating myself before I threw myself into something. Um, and when I got started, what I did is I just went full into personal development, personal development, hands down, uh, mindset, just detaching yourself from any outcome whether it's a yes or a no and i feel like that's so so important because that gave me the power to just keep going keep going keep going and breaking through you know 10k 20k 30k 40k and that's exactly what happened and it's very difficult it's not hard um and i did that for i think like six weeks or something just that i was just every single day four five six hours a day just consuming this sort of content and it was draining, but once I got into the swing of things, once I really started implementing, once I started putting my name out there, once I started building up a little audience, it was that six weeks of just consuming all this content, you know, it went to show when I started implementing because I started making some sales pretty quickly. So yeah, I mean, it was it was good. When I got started, it was really good. It took off really, really quickly, faster than I had ever expected. Um, but again. I think people should also keep in mind, you know, I just said two and a half years before that, I was also struggling and messing around with other businesses. But, uh, but yeah, like literally six weeks, right after those six weeks, started implementing. Next thing you know, I had cleared six figures in four months, just over four months, which was insane. And I literally went for nothing. So it was, it was amazing. And you were 18 years old. <laughs> yeah, I was 18 years old. Yeah, yeah. yeah Let's yeah. just throw that in there mm -hmm. as well. And it's, it's funny. I've talked like, the interview well people listening it will probably be the previous interview i did with like six six figure agency owner and he was talking about the importance of mindset and personal mm -hmm. development and interview before that that's dropping tomorrow it's kind of like mindset it's two weeks ago released at the, <laughs> at the time people listening this it's with josh yeah. Hong, and he was also talking about the importance of personal development. And mm -hmm. I know that has been like a big thing for me as well, because I was first into personal development before ever going into business. So my question right. is, what are some core traits you pick up on and use actually implemented that were like, that you think are like deserving for your success and maybe you go, you network with people. What are some of the traits you see in other people who are successful as well in terms of personal development? Uh, and you think that's the reason why they are successful? Mm -hmm. That's a good question. A very good question. I think, I think passion. I think passion is one at the top. And it's something like, like right now in my journey, I've been doing this for four, four and a half years now, and I'm learning so much more than ever before. And one thing that I've really noticed a lot is when I conversate with people, um, Joshua Ong, uh, Jacob Karras, th there's, there's a lot of passion in there. They're not just doing it for the sake of making money. They're not just doing it because I just want to make a bunch of money. Like we all heard that quote where if you start a business to make money, your business is going to fail eventually. And, it, and it's true. Um, and I feel like that right there is, is something that I've taken away. And I think to, if you want to start a business to make money, um, I wouldn't say don't start it. I think start a business that you tolerate to make money. But once you start making money, it's important just a few just a few thousand dollars to eventually pivot to something you're passionate about. And that was a massive switch for me. Is 
just running a business that I actually want to run, that I actually want to sit down and work, um, you know, helping people, making some money at the same time, just kind of that. I think that's a massive key takeaway that I think I've taken away a lot over the last few months is just being passionate about it because sometimes I would wake up and I, I, there wasn't no drive in me and I just couldn't get anything done. But as soon as I kind of made some switches in my head, changed my business up a little bit, got passionate about what I was doing, things started to get way, way, way more easier. You know, because you just can't sit down for 10 hours a day if you had to, if you're not passionate about something. It's just not possible. You'd just be like a, like a nine-to-five job. That's, that's very true. And it's kind of ironic because a lot of people come like you did, I did. We come online because we want to make money. We are not, yes. oh, I'm passionate. I want to make this work. It's like <laughs> I'm so desperate over here in the yeah. job or name your thing and I need to make money. And then you come and you realize that with that mindset, you're not going to make it work. And it's usually like yeah. you go backwards. Uh, funny things. Exactly. So Exactly. Uh, okay, so I guess it's a bit different now with Facebook than it was two years ago, but I know you are really up to date and someone starting out now, okay, maybe they realize now, okay, I should not start with the mindset of, oh, I need, I want to make money. They should change that and they want to do affiliate marketing and Facebook seems promising. A lot of people are making tons of money. Where do they start? Like, who do they listen to? Everybody claims they know everything and where does one turn like where would you recommend new people to turn where to start what to learn first yeah awesome awesome well i think for newbies coming into it um i think it's really important to follow people who practice what they preach so don't just go around following everyone because of flashy cars numbers lamborghinis girls whatever it may be whatever catches your attention um it's always important to do some background checks making sure that that person who's preaching something is also doing it. So, you know, one thing I, I and, and, and it's very common where you see big influencers, they tell you to do one thing or they tell you to start this business, but they've never started that business themselves. Just don't take advice off of them. Doesn't, no matter how many followers they have, no matter how much money they've made, just be super picky with who you follow. They don't need to have flashy cars, mansions, anything like that. I just really do think it's just going right down to the core following people who practice what they preach, nice and simple, and just really gravitating towards those people. And I think that's something that, that someone who's a newbie should really focus on that more than anything else, is just to find someone who they can gravitate towards, who is practicing what they're preaching, and who has uh, you know, either some success stories from students or from people they've helped, that sort of stuff. But another thing as well, I don't think when newbies come into this business, I don't think that they should just focus on six and seven figure earners. I feel like they should also split that and diversify it with people who have made, you know, their first five grand, 10 grand, 20 grand, the, the people just getting started as well, but they're just one step ahead of you. I think that, that as well is a, is a sure way to fast track your success. That's exactly what I did. I, I didn't, you know, follow people who were making seven figures because it was just so out of reach. They were just so, so far ahead they were doing things way differently in, uh, in their business compared to mine. So what I did, I just checked out people who make it 10 grand, 15 grand, 20 grand, and just literally took what they were doing and just replicated it. And I just asked them a ton of questions because pretty much they had been where I am a couple months before and they know exactly what it feels like. I like for me, and, and I'm pretty sure it's the same thing for you, man. When someone hits you up in your inbox, they ask you for some help. 
you literally remember, just like it was yesterday, being in that position today, and you can give them the right answers. And I think that's something super important. Anyone who comes into this business should really focus on. I love that. It's kind of like really hard to relate to seven, eight, nine figure earners. Mm. Like they say, model someone who is where you want to be, but I cannot go and model Jeff Bezos like, Come no, on, let, let, let's get <laughs> let's get real. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one can try, but it does. It usually doesn't work. And to your point, yeah. it's much easier. And also, it's important to address. I think when you start learning other people, like you don't claim like a lot of people that we mentioned that are claiming like, I'm six figure earner, even though they're not. And I help even worse, like not only they are not, but they help people become six-figure <laughs> affiliates. Yeah. And like, just teach where you are at. Like people who are, there will, there will always be someone who is behind you. Just teach them. And as you grow and evolve your messaging, your content, and you will evolve with it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Bang on. I mean, that's something, it, it's something overlooked because it's not microwavable. It's not, it's not, it doesn't sound attractive to people like, ah, uh, you know, like if you've made $0 online, the smartest thing to do is just to see someone who's made, you know, two, three, four, five thousand dollars get to that point, then move on to the next stage to get, get to that, get to that stage and move on to the next one. That's exactly, I mean, when, when you, when, when you talk to people who are doing really, really well and break down everything that they've been through, there's patterns, like everyone goes through different stages in business, right? Like my, everything that I've experienced is going to be different compared to what you're going to experience. But there's patterns that are super, super similar. And I can guarantee you that nine, nine out of 10 successful entrepreneurs are literally just following the person just ahead of them. They get to that point, then they go to the next one and so on and so on and so on. So it's definitely something not to overlook. Definitely, like take one step at a time. Uh, exactly. And I love the dream analogy. Like you don't go in the gym and lift 400 pounds. Like you build your way there, like one step, exactly, one lift at a time, day at a time, meal at a time, and so on. Uh, all right. So let's say the listener, whoever he or she is, they are like, okay, I want to do affiliate marketing. I want to follow people who are more approachable. What do I do now? Like what what strategy do I use? So many people are teaching different stuff there. Mm. Some are teaching like just get engagement, just get this and make money on autopilot and all of those funny stuff. So let's break the confusion. Like you have a lot of experience. You've seen what works, what doesn't. Like what would you recommend them to actually do to make money online? <laughs> sure thing, sure thing. Yeah. So uh, again, I feel like that right there, it goes back to what we were saying before. Like as soon as they can emulate, uh, eliminate people who practice what they preach. So just following people who practice what they preach, you're eliminating, you know, 90% of the BS out there. There's a lot of people trying to teach you some stuff that they've never done before. So it's get all of them out of the way. Then you've got like this small 10% or this small bubble of people that you know are doing what you want to be doing. Then it's just a case of seeing what they're doing and kind of reverse engineering what they're doing. And I feel like the best way to do it is I had a conversation with someone a few weeks ago and they asked kind of like a very similar question. And I just told them, it would trust you, there isn't just one way to succeed in business. There's so many different ways. There's an infinite amount of ways to succeed in business. My way is definitely not going to work for someone else. And obviously, you know, there's so many different entrepreneurs having different, you know, paths in their business. And I feel like it's, 
you as a consumer, whatever you gravitate towards, when you start producing, kind of produce with you as a consumer in mind. So for example, if you're someone who loves how Ty Lopez markets, how he does his products, maybe you as a producer, it would be a good idea to kind of do something similar to Ty Lopez. Maybe not with the mansions, the Lamborghinis, cars, all of this sort of stuff, but on a smaller scale. Like for me, for example, I run my business very, uh, my business is very simple. I don't have any flashy softwares, tools, cars, mansions, anything like that. I don't spend any money on ads. My branding is super, super simple because me as a consumer, I always gravitated uh, more towards people who are humble. Their marketing was simple. There wasn't flashy logos all over the place. So I gravitated towards them. So me now as a producer, me helping people out, I'm, I'm now kind of doing the same thing, keeping things very, very simple. So I feel like that's, that's tip number one, first of all, is when you get started, kind of choose who you gravitate towards. And then the second thing is just document, document your process, document your journey. I think that is the most powerful thing you can possibly do. And I, and I took that away from Jacob Karras um, a while ago when he mentioned that if you're a beginner, if you're in the beginning stages of your journey and you want to compare yourself to someone who's at six figures, and that person at six figures hasn't documented their journey, but you you have, like you're a, an advantage, right? So it's something where that that's definitely one of the most powerful things someone can do when they're starting out. It's just taking your audience through the journey with you. And that's exactly what I did as well. That is so, so true and powerful. I've had guy who like helped raise over $30 million being online in like over 15 Crazy. years. And I asked him, like, what is the one thing you would do differently now? He was like, I would start branding myself much earlier because he started now after 15 years and nobody knows who he is, even yeah. though he had quite a lot of success. And now he started going to podcasts, producing content and yeah. all of those stuff. And it's like, it's good that I started a bit earlier. Yeah, and exactly. you know, like a lot of young people are starting and I'm, I'm pumped to see this as well. Like. I've talked to, I don't know, 17, 18, 20 year olds like yourself. If you're at this place of your journey right now, like, could you imagine a 25 where people look at you as a kid still? You can be like miles ahead of someone who, whatever year, yeah, 100%. however old they are. And not to say that even people at 50s, and I've had them also like using the similar strategy like you or me, they yeah. can also make it work like it, it works for someone who wants to find the the pet i would say yeah 100 percent. yeah definitely all right so I, I love what you mentioned and i that was like one of the biggest shifts for me this year it was simplicity like i used to do so many things on so many platforms with <laughs> so many programs and i had my yeah. day job and i was just and then like we're joining Jacob and he's also like big on simplicity and yeah. I cut it everything else I was doing and I just focused on Facebook, one high ticket product and I didn't stop my podcast like that was still my thing but business wise it was just like Facebook organic, one high ticket product and it just blew up in a couple of months. So what... What simple strategies, tactics are you using and ha again, have seen other people use as well that just 
work every time. Like you mentioned, frameworks work and a lot of people, maybe they use different things, but the frameworks are really similar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 100%, man. That's a good question. I mean, yeah, keep keeping things simple. Uh, again, this, go, this goes back to there's not just one way, one way to run a business. There's so many ways to run a business. There's obviously super complicated ways if you want to make them complicated. But for me, one thing that I believe in is have one business, uh, one platform, and one source of traffic. Like that right there should tell you everything that you need when it comes to business. You just have one business. You focus on that business solely, one platform, whatever that may be, and get all your traffic from that platform. That's literally uh, what I've done in every single, you know, product or business I've ever started. I've always put my main focus on that. And obviously, there was a, I got to a point where obviously it worked out. I got my breakthrough. And I've been doing that now for two and a half years, just focus, 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 focus. I've been on Facebook for two and a half years, just put all my eggs in one basket. So I'm super focused on that. Um, then, yeah, when, when it, then there's, an, there's a few other things like, uh, because one thing that, um, you know, tactics and strategies, they end up changing every six months, every year they're changing. Like Facebook now is so different compared to, to you know, two and a half years ago. So, so different. It's just such a different um, environment on Facebook. But one thing that stays the same is the foundations of a real business, you know, integrity, honesty, um, ethics, morals, uh, those sorts of things. So I think that's, that's as important as simplicity. So I'm a huge fan of those sorts of things. Um, integrity, honesty, morals, ethics, uh, keeping things simple, not necessarily the, the hypey, pitchy stuff where it's certain strategies to make a certain amount of money or engagement on this or that. I feel just keeping things simple, you know, documenting your journey, being honest with your, your audience, um, having some integrity, being respectful of people when they message you in your inbox, things like that are what got me to where I am now. So that's, that's my two cents on that. That often goes overlooked. I mean, there yeah. are people making ton of money, but in what way are they making it? Like, yeah. just don't listen to everyone. And also, like, you will attract what you put out. Like, if your messaging attracts people who are, like, either wanting to make it easy or they're not mm -hmm. transparent or whatever, it's just gonna come back to bite you. So Love that, yeah. That's, that's also a big thing. Uh, and... To your point also, like I try to be always transparent and to have integrity with my posts and all of that. And a lot of people appreciate it. Like they just say, oh, I love that you said that you call BS in a lot of like self-proclaimed gurus. And some people will actually appreciate it. And you want to work with those people, at least for, from my experience. Uh, you mentioned yeah. something. I listened to your interview with uh, William in the group. And I really love that uh, it will, he asked you or someone in the comments asked, uh, how do you deal when people say they don't have the money or they just purchased a different product or whatever it was? And you said, just let them go. It will yeah. take you more time convincing that person than getting another lead. And I was yeah, like, yeah. that's so true. I, I knew I should let go, but just the fact that comparison, it was like, Oh yeah, that makes so much sense. Obviously, exactly. it's hard at the beginning. Like when I was starting, I would cling to the, especially for high ticket sales so much. But as you make more, it's just like, okay, man, I don't care. Like it's your loss, not <laughs> mine. <laughs> like yeah. seriously. Uh, but how, how does someone who is new get detached from the sale and develop that mindset? 
Yeah, that's that's it, yeah. It all comes down to mindset. Just and and again, in the early stages, you are gonna face that. Like you you might even face that still, even years down the line, where you're talking to a prospect, you think they're gonna take your opportunity up, then they don't, or they join someone else. Then you're like, ah, it kind of sucks, right? Um, but in the beginning stages, I think it's imperative to sit down and just master that. Just knowing that the just just whatever the, the answer is going to be, whether it's a yes or a no, or maybe, or whatever it may be, just detach yourself. One thing that has helped me with that is Murphy's Law. So everything that can go wrong will go wrong, right? And that's something that I tell myself every single day now, and I've been saying that for quite a while. And it's helped me a lot with, you know, my prospecting, just talking to people, because it happens a lot to me when I'm talking to someone, then next thing I know, they end up joining someone else. But I feel like it's important to know that when you start a conversation with someone, whichever way it goes, it's like the NIR rule, you know, nothing can return mindset. It's kind of mastering that. Once you have that frame of mind already placed in your mind, you'll, you'll, you'll be completely fine. And I think it's very important before you start a conversation. And if the conversation starts gearing into a pitch or you think they might join, just tell yourself, no matter how it goes, I'm all good. I've got plenty of people left. You know, that's, that's what I've told myself. That is super powerful, especially if you can convey it to other people. I was listening, uh, I'm blanking on his last name. He's called something. He went from like broke bartender to over $2 million business. He is like super good at sales. And I listened yeah. to his course and it was some pitching. The guy pitching was like, uh, I don't like, I don't care if you buy right now or not. I have like 30 different uh, other calls scheduled right now. And it's not going to change my life if you buy or not, but it will change yours. Ah, I love that. That's super powerful. Like you are detached and you also show someone that it's not just about a sale for you. It's much bigger than that. And really powerful stuff, especially if you can master it again early on. I was super attached to every lead, every sale at the beginning and I would get pissed and I had uh, people like saying, oh, I'll join and then drive off the phone and then they ghost. And I'm like, I don't care if you don't join, just bloody tell me. I I don't want to join. Uh Like, what's the problem? And, but over time, like you face a lot of these people and now I know, I don't expect until it happens, I'm like, yeah. They said, but I'm like detached until they buy now. I know they didn't lie. So, yeah, let's... I mean, that's, that, that, that's something I, I, you know, I'm, I'm the same, you know, and, unless someone has paid and put their credit card info in and I get a notification on my phone, you're not a sale to me. And I'm just going to move on no matter what you say. So I think it's important to uh, keep that in mind. And it's something that I think we all go through where we're talking to someone and we count them as a sale because they sound so sure, but then they, don't, they, then they don't end up joining. And that's the first mistake is just thinking that they're going to be a sale because it can really tip you off. It can ruin your whole entire day. So it's important to get rid of that. I learned that very hard. <laughs> like I think I had yeah. to go through that and I've been, oh man, I've been fooled so many times. And I'm yeah. like, until like to a point, until I see the not- notification, I'm like, you're not sale. And I had lost sale and this pro- this goes to prove like the growth in mindset i had in these few months it's like this guy 
was like, hey, man, I want to buy to you. Send me the link. I'm ready. I sent him the link and he was like, I'm in and I'm checking. No notification. And I'm like, bloody hell. What oh my God. Like, are you sure? He was like, yeah. It turns out he was like from two months ago, cook it to someone else. Uh, <laughs> and I lost like oh 900 bucks. But like the difference between me now and me like five months ago, I was like, obviously kind of like a bit, a bit angry. Uh, yeah. But it was like 10 minutes and it was like, okay, let's go celebrate. Mm-hmm. Next week I do like 2,100 bucks in two days. And I'm like, Boom. I guess yeah. detaching is really powerful indeed. Uh, exactly. Could you could you share some some other mindset tips you you pick up along the way that can help people through their journey now? One being obviously detaching mm-hmm. from the sale and conversations. What what else have you picked up on that you think it's really important? Yeah, right. That's a good question. I feel like is um, is, is knowing it's going to be hard. It's not going to be easy. I think that's a lot like detaching yourself from the yes and the no is knowing that this is going to be hard, expect things to be hard. Um, I feel like so many people do that mistake because, you know, when someone joins or gets started um, online or gets started in their business, they end up giving up within, I think the vast majority of people just give up in the, in the first six months to the first year because they expect things to take off way sooner than, than, than in reality they would. And I feel like when you're getting started in your business, you need to expect things to just go on for years. For years, you know, you're not making a significant amount of money. I mean, that's exactly what happened to me. And, you know, those two and a half years when I, when I got started, I was working my full-time job, you know, 10, 12 hours a day. Then I was on my phone in the toilet breaks. So I would go to the toilets like for half an hour and I'd go on my phone and reply to messages. And I was doing that every single day for two and a half years. Um, and that was grueling and it was really, really hard mentally. So I feel like, but, but then again, for me back then, I knew it was going to be hard. I knew it was going to be a few years until I started hitting it big. And I feel like that's the most important thing because people need to realize that we're not all going to succeed. You know, people watching this people, when they start their business, such a small minority of people are actually going to succeed. And I feel like it's really important to stop this bullshit where you tell yourself, you know, I'm going to succeed and, you know, let the universe give me everything. You know, it just doesn't work like that. You know, it does not work like that. And and people need to be realistic. They need to be obviously optimistic and have big dreams, but they need to understand that when they start their business, it's going to be difficult. They'll have times where, you know, like, like times you had where you pretty much lose 900 bucks in a day. And sometimes you won't make any money for six months, you know? So it's just wiring your brain in a way where you know it's going to take some time. And I feel like if you know it takes some time and you can still put in the work, then you have some, then you're onto something. Then you're onto something you're probably passionate about and you will make money with probably in the future. If you can, if you can, if you can tell yourself you're not going to make any money with it for two years, but you're still going to be doing it for two years straight, you know, you're, you're good. You're good. Yeah, it's funny. First interview I did on a podcast was with Spencer, Spencer Mickham. And mm-hmm. I asked him like the question of what got you pushing. Like he was, I don't know, his first year he was trying Instagram and in entire year he made 50 bucks. And I was like, what got you pushing after the entire year of failure? And he was like, I think like 
I knew it was possible to make his thing is like passive income. And he was like, I knew it's possible to make a passive income off of it. And whether it takes me a year, I'll still retire at 26. If it takes me two years, it will be 28. Even if it takes me 10 years, I'll retire at 38. And it's still be over 20 years earlier than if I were to work (laughs) full-time job and everything. And it happened for him really quickly. But uh, goes to prove a point that mindset is super, super important. And I guess that's why that pushes you as well. That helped me, I know, because a lot of people around me now, because in Serbia, there are no affiliate marketers, not Mm -hmm. a lot at least, and even less like online entrepreneurs. Yeah. And people watching me like, oh, it looks good now that you have money. But before like, oh, but I'm not willing to do that. But bloody hell, you better be willing to do that. (laughs) Exactly. Like I was working in a factory and to a point, like you would go to the bathroom and answer. And I was like, it had like tables where we would uh, tape in floor installations for cars. Right. And in between the tables, I would come take out my phone, answer on comments or messengers yeah. or voice message people and read yeah. books on the way to work or back. And I always seemed like a crazy person to them, but it goes to pay off over the long run. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's, you're, you're, you're way better off doing that than just not trying. You, you just are. You're, you're going to get somewhere eventually, especially if you have that willpower of just keep on going, keep on going, keep on going, education, education, education. Like you're eventually going to get to a point where you're going to start making money, where things are going to start to flourish. It's just, it's just a numbers game. It's like conversion rates. If you have a thousand people turn up to a, to a, you know, turn up to a webinar, you're going to close, I don't know, 50 or something, right? Or hundred. Whatever your conversion rate is, it's the same thing when you're starting your journey. You know, you take up all the days you've been putting in the work in. There's going to be a day where you're going to hit your breakthrough, where you're going to start making some sales. That's that's super true. Uh, all right, we're slowly nearing the end. I guess a couple of more questions. Yeah. Uh, what I was I was going to ask you about? Yeah. Uh, what's your opinion and take on like? mentorship for beginners do they need a mentor if so why if not why you think why why not uh there is a lot of fuss about it i know it helped me but i'm curious to hear like your experience on that yeah yeah i mean it helped me as well it helped me that's the only reason why you know uh two and a half years ago i i started making a decent amount of money that, that that's the only reason why we came down to mentorship but um i, I feel like if someone has the money and they can put it in into the into their business and themselves i think they should do it like if, if someone's completely broke has no money at all there's so much information online you can find and you can start already don't just wait for a mentor or to pay a coach to start you know but if you have the money um then yeah i think i think people should do it it's just it just fast track your success you know you're 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 getting advice off of someone who's done what you've done who's been through what you're going to go through and who's been doing this stuff way longer than you and they've been through the mistakes. So yeah, I think it's a crucial part of success. You learn so much so quickly. Uh, it's just like pulling up a YouTube video. You learn so much. And imagine if you had direct access to that person, you know, you'd just be a machine sort of thing. So that's hundred percent. Yes. It's definitely beneficial for anyone. I would agree with you. It, it changed business and, 
obviously life as well for me getting a mentor yeah. and also like i notice even when i'm not mentoring someone but they ask me for advice and i talk about this like in one minute or one or two voice notes i can save them like months of time and thousands of dollars mm-hmm. of mistakes yes. that i've made before like don't go down that road and just imagine having someone like for a month or even longer telling you hey don't do that or do this and it's just a a difference maker so what what are your plans now i know you have some pretty exciting things going on right now like exciting thing about the journey it's wherever you start however however small that is as you grow it just evolves and it has like this exponential Mm. growth and i know you've been growing like crazy lately so could you walk us through like difference in your mindset and growth year before and let's say now yeah okay so man like i i I can say I i can positively say that the first like three years of my journey were very stagnant as you said like like this then it goes like that right and that like when it, when i started going up this is where i am now so i started like after three years um you know the first three years i didn't grow much like as a person as an individual uh but then literally the last couple of years have just been insane have been insane growth like compared to a year ago i look back a year ago and it's amazing the amount of growth i've done absolutely amazing uh personally business-wise um, and it is that de- I've definitely hit that exponential point where to start growing super, super fast. Um, and everyone will hit that point eventually. Like you're hitting it, you are hitting it. You know, you've literally done exactly that. So it's been amazing. I mean, especially like, I like to look at business and monetary and money and all of that sort of stuff. And that's a good dictator on whether you're doing well or not. But I feel like it's as important to look at yourself in the mirror and seeing how much you've grown as a person, because for me, I don't look at the half a million dollars as a lot of money because in the grand scheme of things, it's not. It's a lot of money from where I came from. I came up from a broke family, but it's who I've become. I, I, I've become a person who turned a thousand bucks into half a million. And that's the most impactful thing for me. You know, so I feel that's important. Yeah, that's important. It's important for anyone. Like if you can turn a thousand dollars into ten thousand dollars, that's amazing. That is amazing. I'm absolutely with you on that. And you reminded me of Jim Rohn. I think his mentor told him, like, wouldn't it be cool to make like a million dollars to make it your goal? And he was like, yeah, it would be really cool. And he was like, yeah, but not for the million dollars, but for the man you need to become to, yes. to, 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 to become a millionaire. And that's true. Like, you can only, like, your business grows with you and mm. it's been all over and a lot of people neglect that part working on themselves their mindset investing in themselves like okay let's address this we have a bit more time a lot of people are afraid maybe it's employee mindset not sure but they're afraid and it's for a reason but how does one master the courage to invest in themselves and be like okay i'm going all in on this and i'm going to make it work maybe it's a price investment or pricey for their situation. So how do how did you deal with that, and how do you help deal with that now? Yeah, a good question. I think you know. I think the um, the investing in yourself is um, is. I think people should be smart about it. I don't think people should invest in everything. 
uh, because it's like a, a sales tactic. You know, money is abundant. The more money you spend, the more you receive. That's just not true. You know, you can spend 10 grand on coaching and courses. doesn't mean you're going to make it back. So it's just as long as you've done your research and as long as you've done your due diligence, uh, due diligence making sure that you're following people who practice what they preach, again, it goes back to what we said earlier. Um, and if it's on your mind and if it makes sense, if it's an investment that makes sense and this person has done what you have done, just do it. And if you have the money, just do it. And even if you don't know what it's going to entail, you don't know what it's going to what's going to be in the, in the court, in the course, the coaching, whatever it may be, just do it and figure it out later. Um, and I feel like it's just a fear that people have to grow, to grow through because, you know, a thousand bucks, 2000 bucks, 3000 bucks across your life is such a small amount of money. It is such a small amount of money. And it, it's, it's a shame because so many people get stuck, get stuck because of their limiting beliefs, because of this, they're so attached to money, you know? And it's something that does come and go through our lives. And I think it's just getting rid of that fear, getting rid of it and just putting in the money. Because honestly, the more you invest in yourself, every penny you can invest in yourself is putting you one step ahead of someone else. Because there are people out there who aren't investing in themselves and they are your competition, right? So, yeah. That's, that's really, really true. And to circle back on the sales guy that I mentioned previously, mm-hmm. literally the... The wording I used, this salesperson used on him when he was stuck in his business. And he said that him selling him that, I don't know, it was 10K something, uh, him selling him that program changed his entire life. Now he's a millionaire and he attributes big part of his success to that investment. He was like, oh, I don't want to invest. And then this guy closed him on it. And he was like, he said, I'm forever grateful. Like it changed my life. And to your point, like we cling so much to the money, but if you could just let go again, coming back to detachment, also not only from the outcome, but from the money we have, we can go a long, long way. hundred percent. Yeah. 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 It's very important to just be detached, especially if you're wanting to start a business, you know, it's an investment. It's not like you're spending a course. Isn't like you're spending you know, money on something you don't need. It's an investment in yourself and your business. So, I mean, it's, it shouldn't even be thought about it. If, if it's an investment that makes sense, do it. Just do it. Don't think about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Speaking of investments, man, where, where can people find you, connect with you? I know you have awesome stuff. Where can they go? Yeah, thank you so much, man. So I'm just on Facebook, guys. Uh, Josh Cousins with an S at the end. Uh, and then I also have my Facebook group, which is Good Karma Business. Um, and that's what I have going right now. It's all about Facebook, organic Facebook strategies, um, everything to do with Facebook. So that's what I'm doing. That's where they can find me. Awesome. And everyone, as always, links will be at affiliatejourney.co slash Josh C with a C because we had Josh already before on the podcast. Uh, affiliatejourney.co slash Josh C. Go connect with this man. His content is amazing. He is doing some amazing stuff online and you can learn a whole lot man thank you so much man (laughs) thank you so much for coming it's been it's been a pleasure talking to you brother thank you man thank you i appreciate it everyone thanks for listening and or watching and in the meantime goodbye all right everyone thank you so much for listening and sticking to the end i hope you got immense value josh was awesome uh if you want to connect with him and or myself you can do so again at affiliatejourney.co slash josh c 
uh, again affiliatejourney.co slash josh c uh, all the links will be over there in the meantime don't forget to subscribe and if you have one minute of your day and if you're getting value out of this podcast i would definitely appreciate if you were to leave a review anyways uh until next time cheers for your success